Section eighteen of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book three, chapter five. The confession of a passionate heart heals up. Now, said Alyosha, I understand the first half. You understand the first half. That half is a drama, and it was played out there the second half is a tragedy and it is being acted here and i understand nothing of that second half so far said alyosha and i do you suppose i understand it stop dmitri there's one important question tell me you were betrothed you are betrothed still we weren't betrothed at once not for three months after that adventure the next day i told myself that the incident was closed concluded that there would be no sequel it seemed to me caddish to make her an offer on her side she gave no sign of life for the six weeks that she remained in the town except indeed for one action the day after her visit the maid-servant slipped round with an envelope addressed to me i tore it open it contained the change out of the banknote only four thousand five hundred roubles was needed but there was a discount of about two hundred on changing it she only sent me about two hundred and sixty i don't remember exactly but not a note not a word of explanation i searched the packet for a pencil mark N nothing well i spent the rest of the money on such an orgy that the new major was obliged to reprimand me well the lieutenant-colonel produced the battalion money to the astonishment of every one for nobody believed that he had the money untouched he no sooner paid it than he fell ill took to his bed and three weeks later softening of the brain set in and he died five days afterwards he was buried with military honors for he had not had time to receive his discharge ten days after his funeral katerina ivanovna with her aunt and sister went to moscow and behold on the very day they went away i hadn't seen them didn't see them off or take leave i received a tiny note a sheet of thin blue paper and on it only one line in pencil i will write to you wait k and that was all i'll explain the rest now in two words in moscow their fortunes changed with the swiftness of lightning and the unexpectedness of an arabian fairy tale that general's widow their nearest relation suddenly lost the two nieces who were her heiresses and next of kin both died in the same week of smallpox the old lady prostrated with grief welcomed katya as a daughter as her one hope clutched at her altered her will in katya's favor but that concerned the future meanwhile she gave her for present use eighty thousand roubles as a marriage portion to do what she liked with she was an hysterical woman i saw something of her in moscow later well suddenly i received by post four thousand five hundred roubles i was speechless with surprise as you may suppose three days later came the promised letter i have it with me now you must read it she offers to be my wife offers herself to me i love you madly she says even if you don't love me never mind be my husband don't be afraid i won't hamper you in any way i will be your chattel i will be the carpet under your feet i want to love you forever i want to save you from yourself 
alyosha i am not worthy to repeat those lines in my vulgar words and in my vulgar tone my everlastingly vulgar tone but i can never cure myself of that letter stabs me even now do you think i don't mind that i don't mind still i wrote her an answer at once as it was impossible for me to go to moscow i wrote to her with tears one thing i shall be ashamed of forever i referred to her being rich and having a dowry while i was only a stuck-up beggar i mentioned money i ought to have borne it in silence but it slipped from my pen then i wrote at once to ivan and told him all i could about it in a letter of six pages and sent him to her why do you look like that why are you staring at me yes ivan fell in love with her he's in love with her still i know that i did a stupid thing in the world's opinion but perhaps that one stupid thing may be the saving of us all now oh don't you see what a lot she thinks of ivan how she respects him when she compares us do you suppose she can love a man like me especially after all that has happened here but i am convinced that she does love a man like you and not a man like him she loves her own virtue not me the words broke involuntarily and almost malignantly from dmitri he laughed but a minute later his eyes gleamed he flushed crimson and struck the table violently with his fist i swear alyosha he cried with intense and genuine anger at himself you may not believe me but as god is holy and as christ is god i swear that though i smiled at her lofty sentiments just now i know that i am a million times baser in soul than she and that these lofty sentiments of hers are as sincere as a heavenly angel's that's the tragedy of it that i know that for certain what if any one does show off a bit don't i do it myself and yet i'm sincere i'm sincere as for ivan i can understand how he must be cursing nature now with his intellect too to see the preference given to whom to what to a monster who though he is betrothed and all eyes are fixed on him can't restrain his debaucheries and before the very eyes of his betrothed and a man like me is preferred while he is rejected and why because a girl wants to sacrifice her life and destiny out of gratitude it's ridiculous i've never said a word of this to ivan and ivan of course has never dropped a hint of the sort to me but destiny will be accomplished and the best man will hold his ground while the undeserving one will vanish into his back alley for ever his filthy back alley his beloved back alley where he is at home and where he will sink in filth and stench at his own free will and with enjoyment i've been talking foolishly i've no words left i use them at random but it will be as i have said i shall drown in the back alley and she will marry ivan stop dmitri alyosha interrupted again with great anxiety there's one thing you haven't made clear yet you are still betrothed all the same aren't you how can you break off the engagement if she your betrothed doesn't want to 
yes formally and solemnly betrothed it was all done on my arrival in moscow with great ceremony with icons all in fine style the general's wife blessed us and would you believe it congratulated katya you've made a good choice she said i see right through him and would you believe it she didn't like ivan and hardly greeted him i had a lot of talk with katya in moscow i told her about myself sincerely honorably she listened to everything there was sweet confusion there were tender words though there were proud words too she wrung out of me a mighty promise to reform i gave my promise and here what why i called to you and brought you out here to-day this very day remember it to send you this very day again to katerina ivanovna and what to tell her that i shall never come to see her again say he sends you his compliments but is that possible that's just the reason i'm sending you in my place because it's impossible and how could i tell her myself and where are you going to the back alley to grushenka then alyosha exclaimed mournfully clasping his hands can rakitin really have told the truth i thought that you had just visited her and that was all can a betrothed man pay such visits is such a thing possible and with such a betrothed and before the eyes of all the world confound it i have some honour as soon as i began visiting grushenka i ceased to be betrothed and to be an honest man i understand that why do you look at me you see i went in the first place to beat her i had heard and i know for a fact now that that captain father's agent had given grushenka an i o u of mine for her to sue me for payment so as to put an end to me they wanted to scare me i went to beat her i had had a glimpse of her before she doesn't strike one at first sight i knew about her old merchant who's lying ill now paralyzed but he's leaving her a decent little sum i knew too that she was fond of money that she hoarded it and lent it at a wicked rate of interest that she's a merciless cheat and swindler i went to beat her and i stayed the storm broke it struck me down like the plague i'm plague-stricken still and i know that everything is over that there will never be anything more for me the cycle of the ages is accomplished that's my position and though i'm a beggar as fate would have it i had three thousand just then in my pocket i drove with grushenka to Makro, a place twenty-five versts from here i got gypsies there and champagne and made all the peasants there drunk on it and all the women and girls i sent the thousands flying in three days time i was stripped bare but a hero do you suppose the hero had gained his end not a sign of it from her i tell you that rogue grushenka has a supple curve all over her body you can see it in her little foot even in her little toe i saw it and kissed it but that was all i swear i'll marry you if you like she said you're a beggar you know say that you won't beat me and will let me do anything i choose and perhaps i will marry you 
she laughed and she's laughing still dmitri leapt up with a sort of fury he seemed all at once as though he were drunk his eyes became suddenly bloodshot and do you really mean to marry her at once if she will and if she won't i shall stay all the same i'll be the porter at her gate alyosha he cried he stopped short before him and taking him by the shoulders began shaking him violently do you know you innocent boy that this is all delirium senseless delirium for there's a tragedy here let me tell you alexey that i may be a low man with low and degraded passions but a thief and a pickpocket dmitri karamazov never can be well then let me tell you that i am a thief and a pickpocket that very morning just before i went to beat grushenka katerina ivanovna sent for me and in strict secrecy why i don't know i suppose she had some reason asked me to go to the chief town of the province and to post three thousand roubles to agafia ivanovna in moscow so that nothing should be known of it in the town here so i had that three thousand roubles in my pocket when i went to see grushenka and it was that money we spent at Makro. afterwards i pretended i had been to the town but did not show her the post-office receipt i said i had sent the money and would bring the receipt and so far i haven't brought it i've forgotten it now what do you think you're going to her to-day to say he sends his compliments and she'll ask you what about the money you might still have said to her he's a degraded sensualist and a low creature with uncontrolled passions he didn't send your money then but wasted it because like a low brute he couldn't control himself but still you might have added he isn't a thief though here is your three thousand he sends it back send it yourself to agafia ivanovna but he told me to say he sends his compliments but as it is she will ask but where is the money mitya you are unhappy yes but not as unhappy as you think don't worry yourself to death with despair what do you suppose i'd shoot myself because i can't get three thousand to pay back that's just it i shan't shoot myself i haven't the strength now afterwards perhaps but now i'm going to grushenka i don't care what happens and what then i'll be her husband if she deigns to have me and when lovers come i'll go to the next room i'll clean her friend's galoshes blow up their samovar run their errands katerina ivanovna will understand it all alyosha said solemnly she'll understand how great this trouble is and will forgive she has a lofty mind and no one could be more unhappy than you she'll see that for herself she won't forgive everything said dmitri with a grin there's something in it brother that no woman could forgive do you know what would be the best thing to do what pay back the three thousand where can we get it from i say i have two thousand ivan will give you another thousand that makes three take it and pay it back and when would you get it your three thousand 
you're not of age besides and you must you absolutely must take my farewell to her to-day with the money or without it for i can't drag on any longer things have come to such a pass to-morrow is too late i shall send you to father to father yes to father first ask him for three thousand but mitya he won't give it as though he would i know he won't do you know the meaning of despair alexey yes listen legally he owes me nothing i have had it all from him i know that but morally he owes me something doesn't he you know he started with twenty-eight thousand of my mother's money and made a hundred thousand with it let him give me back only three out of the twenty-eight thousand and he'll draw my soul out of hell and it will atone for many of his sins for that three thousand i give you my solemn word i'll make an end of everything and he shall hear nothing more of me for the last time i give him the chance to be a father tell him god himself sends him this chance mitya he won't give it for anything i know he won't i know it perfectly well now especially that's not all i know something more now only a few days ago perhaps only yesterday he found out for the first time in earnest underline in earnest that grushenka is really perhaps not joking and really means to marry me he knows her nature he knows the cat and do you suppose he's going to give me money to help to bring that about when he's crazy about her himself and that's not all either i can tell you more than that i know that for the last five days he has had three thousand drawn out of the bank changed into notes of a hundred roubles packed into a large envelope sealed with five seals and tied across with red tape you see how well i know all about it on the envelope is written to my angel grushenka when she will come to me he scrawled it himself in silence and in secret and no one knows that the money's there except the valet smerdyakov whom he trusts like himself so now he has been expecting grushenka for the last three or four days he hopes she'll come for the money he has sent her word of it and she has sent him word that perhaps she'll come and if she does go to the old man can i marry her after that you understand now why i'm here in secret and what i'm on the watch for for her yes for her foma has a room in the house of these sluts here foma comes from our parts he was a soldier in our regiment he does jobs for them he's watchman at night and goes grouse shooting in the daytime and that's how he lives i've established myself in his room neither he nor the women of the house know the secret that is that i am on the watch here no one but smerdyakov knows then no one else he will let me know if she goes to the old man it was he told you about the money then yes it's a dead secret even ivan doesn't know about the money or anything the old man is sending ivan to chermashnia on a two or three days journey a purchaser has turned up for the copse he'll give eight thousand for the timber so the old man keeps asking ivan to help him by going to arrange it it will take him two or three days that's what the old man wants so that grushenka can come while he's away 
then he's expecting grushenka to-day no she won't come to-day there are signs she's certain not to come cried mitya suddenly smerdyakov thinks so too father's drinking now he's sitting at table with ivan go to him alyosha and ask for the three thousand mitya dear what's the matter with you cried alyosha jumping up from his place and looking keenly at his brother's frenzied face for one moment the thought struck him that dmitri was mad what is it i'm not insane said dmitri looking intently and earnestly at him no fear i am sending you to father and i know what i'm saying i believe in miracles in miracles in a miracle of divine providence god knows my heart he sees my despair he sees the whole picture surely he won't let something awful happen alyosha i believe in miracles go i am going tell me will you wait for me here yes i know it will take some time you can't go at him point-blank he's drunk now i'll wait three hours four five six seven only remember you must go to katerina ivanovna to-day if it has to be at midnight with the money or without the money and say he sends his compliments to you i want you to say that verse to her he sends his compliments to you mitya and what if grushenka comes to-day if not to-day to-morrow or the next day grushenka i shall see her i shall rush out and prevent it and if if there's an if it will be murder i couldn't endure it who will be murdered the old man i shan't kill her brother what are you saying oh i don't know i don't know perhaps i shan't kill and perhaps i shall i'm afraid that he will suddenly become so loathsome to me with his face at that moment i hate his ugly throat his nose his eyes his shameless snigger i feel a physical repulsion that's what i'm afraid of that's what may be too much for me i'll go mitya i believe that god will order things for the best that nothing awful may happen and i will sit and wait for the miracle and if it doesn't come to pass alyosha went thoughtfully towards his father's house End of section 18